Hi, and welcome to the Life Lesson Stories for Kids, brought to you by the Maverick Minister Podcast. I'm Mike Davis. And I'm Grace Smith, and we love to tell stories. Yes, we do, and we have a lot of stories to tell. Some of them are happy. Some of them are kind of sad. Some are a lot of fun. But none of them is boring, and all of them talk about things and ideas that would be great for you to hear. Especially if you're a kid, a teenager, a young person, or a grown-up who is young at heart. So get comfortable, because our story about the seed of truth is about to begin. Once upon a time in a faraway country, there lived a great and very wise king. This king had ruled with care, compassion, honesty, and outstanding wisdom for many years. And his kingdom was known throughout the world as a wonderful and welcoming place to live, as well as a positive example for what a country could and should be. Now the time came when the king realized he was growing old, and he would soon no longer be able to rule effectively as king. So to make certain the kingdom would continue as a great nation and an example for others, he decided to appoint a new ruler to follow in his footsteps. But instead of choosing one of his advisors or one of his children as the new ruler, he decided to have a nationwide contest to choose who would become the next ruler. Messengers were sent throughout the country and delivered the following message to all citizens. My dear friends and citizens of our beloved country, after serving as your king for many years, I have come to the realization that it will soon be time for me to step down. So, I intend to choose one of you to become the next king or queen. I am inviting all citizens who believe they possess true wisdom and the ability to rule our great nation with the same dedication and faithfulness I have tried to live out during my time as your king to come to the royal palace in one month and enter a contest. The winner will be chosen as our next ruler. But be aware, it is a very serious and momentous decision to enter this contest. Doing so will require great personal courage, commitment, and determination. And it will be very demanding, so do not take it lightly. People throughout the kingdom were shocked to hear that the king was going to step down, and they were both excited and concerned about who might become the new ruler. A month passed, and many people thought and talked about entering the contest, but when the day of the gathering in the palace for the contest arrived, there were only ten applicants. The king had the applicants brought to his throne room, and he said, I am going to give each of you a single seed. These are very special seeds, which come from many different types of plants, trees, and flowers. Not even I know which seeds are from which kind of plant. Your first task is to come forward and take only one seed from this bag. He held out a black cloth bag filled with the different kinds of seeds, and each of the ten applicants stepped forward and took one seed from the bag. Now your next task is to take the seed you have chosen, plant it, water it, and care for it. On this day one year from now, 
you are to bring back what you have grown from your seed. On that day, I will judge what you have done and choose who will be our next ruler from among you. All of them were very surprised by what the contest required. They thought it would be much more difficult and maybe even dangerous. After they had all left the palace, one of them said to the others, What kind of contest is this? Another said, Yeah, how does being able to grow a seed prove you're fit to rule our country? A few more of them also complained until finally one said, Listen, our king is very wise, and if he has devised this contest to choose his successor, he must know what he's doing. We would all do well to simply follow his instructions and get on with it. The others agreed, and so they went their separate ways, promising to keep in touch with each other as the contest progressed. When they arrived at their homes, each of them bought the best pot, soil, compost, and everything else necessary for growing the most healthy and wonderful plant possible from the seed the king had provided. One of them, a woman named Isabel, was very excited. She diligently watered, fertilized, and watched her plant, waiting for it to sprout and break through the soil in its clay pot. Isabel checked the seed every day, but three weeks... Four weeks, five weeks went by and nothing grew. She was very disappointed and beside herself with worry. Now in the meantime, several of the other applicants had contacted her to let her know how incredibly well their plants were beginning to grow. Six months went by, but still nothing grew in Isabel's pot. She felt like a complete failure. She thought maybe she had accidentally killed her seed but she didn't let any of the other applicants know anything. She just kept diligently watering and fertilizing the soil in her pot, hoping and praying that by some miracle, the seed would start to grow. As the year drew to a close, and the day for bringing the plants to the king for inspection had almost arrived, Isabel said to her father, This is terrible. I can't go back to the palace with an empty pot. I have failed the king. I'll be the laughing stock to all the other applicants and throughout the whole country. And I will be so embarrassed that I'll never be able to show my face in public again. Her father said, Isabel, you must go. You entered this contest because you felt you had the strength, wisdom, and courage to be the next ruler of our land. Win or lose, it is your duty to complete the task you were given and to be honest about what happened, no matter how embarrassing it might be. Isabel felt sick to her stomach, but she knew her father was right. So, on the appointed day, she gathered up her empty pot and started her journey to the palace. When she arrived, she was escorted into the throne room where the other nine applicants were standing, surrounded by an amazing variety of their exquisite plants. Each was outstandingly beautiful, and not one of them was the same as any of the others. Isabel quietly moved to the very back of the room and put her poor, empty pot of earth on the floor. When the others saw it, several of them began to laugh. However, one of the other female applicants came over and patted her on the shoulder, trying to console her a bit. Just then, the king entered the throne room. He was wearing his crown and he was dressed in golden robes. 
He greeted them all warmly, and he looked carefully around the entire room. Isabel did her best to move to the back of the group, wishing she could just disappear. After the king had surveyed all the plants that had been brought by the applicants, he exclaimed, My goodness! What wonderful plants you have all brought here today! You have grown beautiful trees, splendid bushes, and exquisite flowers. After looking around at each of them and at each of you, I feel very sure I will choose our next ruler from among you today. Suddenly, the king stopped speaking, turned toward the back of the room, and looked directly at Isabel standing next to her empty pot. He stood silently watching her for what seemed like an eternity, and then he pointed at her and spoke to his closest palace guard. Bring her and her empty pot to me immediately. The room went silent as the guard moved toward Isabel. She was terrified and thought to herself, Oh, he knows I'm a failure. I'm in such trouble. Maybe he'll have me arrested or worse. Should I run away? Oh, I wish I had never come here today. The guard carrying Isabel's empty pot escorted her to the front of the room where the king was standing. Then he placed the empty pot in front of the king where everyone could see it. The king asked Isabel, What is your name? And why have you brought an empty pot to me today? What happened to your seed? She wanted to run for the door. But instead, she stood up straight, looked at the king, and said, Your Majesty, my name is Isabel, and I took your seed, planted it, and I did everything I could to help it grow. I watered it, I fertilized it, and gave it plant food. I spoke to farmers and the flower and tree growers in my village and asked them for advice. I even visited our national library and read everything I could find about how to grow healthy plants. But no matter what I did, the seed did not grow. I tried and tried my very best for a whole year, and you can see the result. All the others have brought beautiful plants and trees. I have failed you and the contest. The king quietly looked at her for a long moment while the room remained completely silent. Then he said, Isabel, since your seed failed to grow, and you believe you have failed the contest, why did you come here today? Isabel said, Your Majesty, I didn't want to come because I didn't want to be embarrassed and feel that I had let you and our nation down. But my father reminded me that true leadership requires me to fulfill my duty and to be honest about what happened despite my best efforts, no matter how embarrassing it might be. The king continued to look at Isabel for what seemed like a very long time without saying a word. Then he looked up at the crowd of applicants, all standing beside their lovely plants and trees. They were watching him with great anticipation. Finally, he spoke in a loud and commanding voice. I have now chosen the winner of the contest and the next ruler of our nation. He paused and looked slowly around the room, making eye contact with each of the other nine applicants. Then he continued. Our new ruler is standing right here in front of me, and her name is Queen Isabel. 
There was a collective gasp of shock from everyone in the room, including Isabel. She felt like she might faint, but the king took her hand and led her up to the royal throne. Then he turned to the group and continued in his commanding voice. One year ago today, I gave each of you a seed and instructed you to take it, plant it, water it, care for it, and bring the fruits of your labor back to me today. But the seeds I gave you had been boiled, and it was impossible for any of them to grow at all. All of you, except Isabel, brought me trees and plants and flowers, dishonestly claiming they were the fruits of your labor from the seeds I had given you. So, when you discovered the seed you were given wouldn't grow, you clearly substituted a different seed of your own in its place. You lied. And you cheated. Isabel was the only one of you who had the courage, wisdom, and honesty to bring me a pot of plain earth with my seed in it. She is the only one of you who possesses true wisdom, honesty, and the ability to rule our great nation with the same dedication and faithfulness I have tried to live out during my time as your king. Long live Queen Isabel! Then all the palace guards, the members of the king's court, and the people who had gathered to see the results of the contest shouted enthusiastically, Long live Queen Isabel! You know, cheating is something we all have to deal with at some time or other. Sometimes people cheat on their homework or during a test at school. Some cheat at sports or even playing games with friends. Have you ever wondered why people cheat? Well, some cheat because they think it's easier than doing the studying or the homework. Others do it because they don't want anyone to think they're less than the very best or the smartest. Still, others cheat because they hate to lose at anything. In fact, there are all kinds of reasons why people cheat. But the truth is, if you make an A on a test or win a game by cheating, then you have actually failed and lost in a big way. That's because doing our best is much more important than the grade we make or whether we win or lose the game. We don't learn anything by cheating, and we don't become better athletes or better at anything by cheating either. Queen Isabel in the story already knew that, and even though she thought she would be embarrassed by not having a seed that grew, she made sure to do the honest and right thing anyway. I don't know about you, but I wonder what happened to the other nine people in the story that did cheat and lie about their seeds. I'm guessing it wasn't very pleasant. I want to ask you to think about something my third grade teacher said to me a long, long long time ago. She said, doing your best is always better than just being the best. We hope you enjoyed this story and we look forward to sharing a whole lot more stories with you in upcoming episodes. So remember every day to always do your very best no matter what, because doing your best is always better than just being the best. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.